Motorsport 411 presents all the four and two-wheeled action. Motorsport 411 with Sean Cardavillis. Welcome to Motorsport 411. Your home for all your four and two-wheel action in Africa. Coming up in this episode, local rallying is back. We have a preview to this weekend's Nanuki Rally as we speak to the chairman of the Nanuki Rally Group and clerk of the course, Bimal Patel. And we get the latest on the state of karting in the country as we speak to a member of the karting commission, Norris Ngalo. And we catch up with the owner of the TGRV track in the Rift Valley, Raj Dudley. All the four and two-wheeled action. Motorsport 411. Welcome to the show. So after a break of a couple of months to make way for the WRC Safari Rally, local rallying is back with the Nanuki Rally on this weekend. Bimal Patel is the chairman of Nanuki Rally Group and also the clerk of the course for the event and asked him how the preparations have gone along. Sean, uh, we, we are set for the event. We've uh, done five uh, route trekkies so far. We've made sure everything is in place. And uh, we're looking forward to receiving all of you this weekend. How different or how similar is the route uh, from last year? Uh, we're using the same ranch that we used last year. That's all in Asia. That's where the two stages will be held. And a third stage will be held at Greystones, which also doubles up as a spectator stage. Uh, many people will be asking why Batian View is not being used once again. Okay. Uh, what we found out was we were losing in total two hours just on a transport stage to come to Batian View. And we added too much of uh, transport uh, kilometers. So we tried to make it more compact as in bring the spectator stage near Olenaishu so that the drivers don't have to travel on the public road. One of the things you've done, apart from having a very scenic route, is to make it as driver-friendly as possible. Uh, just elaborate on that. Uh, yeah, our route is very compact. We've got like 70% competitive and only 30% uh, transport. It makes it very competitive. Uh, it's going to be a very fast recce. You don't spend the whole day on, on the stages. So uh, from a driver's point of view, it is something that is very easy and it's done with in a shorter period and of course with uh, much less expense incurred. One of the unique factors of uh, Nanuki Rally Group is that you have a lot of officials who are involved with the Safari Rally, with the WRC Safari Rally. Uh, that ensures a high quality of organization. Yes, in fact, uh, starting from the uh, clerk, of course, uh, deputy clerk, of course, plus a lot of uh, stage commanders, they're all from Nanuki Rally Group. So we have a lot of experienced guys uh, in in our lineup of officials and they bring in a lot, lot more information and uh, we put uh, them uh, this to practical use and it works out quite well. Bimal, can you give us some uh, more details about uh, the spectator area where people can go, uh, you know, how to get there and, uh, you know, what, what, what are the rules and regulations for the spectators? Uh, the spectator stage is approximately... 12 kilometers from Nanyuki town on the way to Timau. You're turning off on the Loldaiga junction. It's 
another kilometer inside on that uh, Maram Road, what we are now calling as uh, Greystones. So the first time round, the crews will tackle eight kilometers. And the second time round, again, when they tackle this same stage, it's going to be a power stage. So that's where drivers will be flat out looking for extra points on the power stage. We also have the service park located in the same ranch. Spectators will be allowed in there. There is no charge. Please do come in large numbers. Of course, uh, COVID protocol will have to be followed. And we do have COVID offices on the ground. And uh, come in and have a nice, enjoyable day there. We have a caterer also on site. So you don't have to carry your picnic lunch or whatever, selling drinks and uh, food as well. Bimal, in terms of uh, the entries, the reductions, uh, we've seen, of course, uh, the likes of Flash, Baldi, Eric Bengi uh, taking a break from the sport. Um, from your point of view, what, what can be done uh, to get people back into the sport? Uh, the first thing is uh, uh, everyone's going through this uh, post-COVID and uh, also with the economy. Uh, money is not available. We should look for a sponsor who is ready to cater for the driver's entry fees and uh, fuel maybe plus accommodation that will take off quite a bit from the driver's side uh, of expenses and maybe also look at sponsor uh, getting a sponsor who can maybe look into maintaining these cars in future all right just finally um some of the top drivers who have confirmed uh, their entries so far we have uh karan patel confirmed our newcomer raji confirmed being navigated by Ravi Soni uh, Ian Duncan Shakil Khan Frank Tundo and then we have our local boy as well P.S. Dakin in the 240Z so it's going to be a nice uh, battle between uh, all the classics as well super stuff uh, really looking forward to the event this week our thanks as always uh, to the clerk of the course for the event uh, Bimal Patel of uh, Nanyuki Rally Group thank you so much for speaking to us on Motorsport 411 thank you Sean all the four and two wheeled action Motorsport 411 welcome back now let's get the latest on the state of karting in the country and speak to a member of the Karting Commission, uh, Norris Ongalo. Norris, uh, thank you so much for joining us on Motorsport 411. You had an event uh, recently. How did it go? It was beautiful. Um, we, for a long time, had a, a good turnout. Um, we had uh, 19 participants coming through. Uh, this is the highest number we've seen in the last three years. So that's a good indication. And uh, out of those, we had a couple of new ones as well. So um, I'm happy to see uh, that um, even for the Bambino class, which last year we never even had one entry, we had uh, five five guys coming through. Super. Are you getting a talent uh, that's coming into karting or is it people returning back to karting? If you're looking back, um, most of these guys are new, as, uh, uh, with, with the exception of, say, Miles, Imbai and uh, Krish Vadgama. The rest are fairly new. All right. It was held at uh, Whistling Moran. Uh, the owners have put uh, a lot of investment there. Uh, it's actually a very, very nice track. Huh? It's a beautiful track. I mean, it, it, is, it is the closest we have uh, for a CIK track. It's not CIK um, uh, compliant yet, but to convert it to a CIK compliance, compliance is easy. Which other tracks are you using at the moment? 
At the moment, uh, we only have two clubs that are running the event and they opt to uh, take their events to either Wesley Moran or the Rift Valley Motorsports Club at, um, at in Nakuru. And, 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 and that's for obvious reasons because the other club that is running um, uh, half of the, the rounds is the Rift Valley Motorsports Club. So they'll have to take it. They always take it to their own track. There was an issue with uh, TGRV. Has that issue been resolved? Uh, TGRV, if, if I recall well, I think had been banned in the year 2019 for 2020. Since COVID happened and we didn't have any races in 2020, I do understand that that ban was extended to 2021, but it was only for one year. So therefore, it means that in 2022, it was eligible for running any event. But remember, these events are run by clubs, so it's the prerogative of the clubs to decide and determine where they want to take the events. For those that don't know, just give us the background uh, in regards to that ban. I, I, I don't have much details, but I understand that um, there was a, a conflict in regards to uh, the owner of the truck and the organizers of an event. So um, so because of that, uh, the Motorsports Council felt that the, the owner of the, the truck um, was uh, interfering with the running of the event. Um, so those were the scanty details that I got. But I don't have the full details. I think the best would be for you to get the details from the owner of the truck and uh, from uh, Chairman of the Kenya Motorsports uh, Council. All right. Uh, just going back uh, to events on the track, uh, how's it going in terms of the talent uh, coming through? Um, it's it's amazing. Uh, all the, the three uh, classes are very competitive. We have seen uh, really good racing. We've seen the races exchanging hands, and, and that's that, that's what we're looking for. Uh, it, it's not it's not one person running with the with the with the race. So that clearly tells us that there's there's good talent coming through. We're seeing young guys from the age of five, um, especially the Babino class, uh, coming through. Uh, the likes of Sean Jumbi, who's a new boy this year, Wilf um, uh, Lobo also, and uh, the, the leader, of course, of the of the class, which is um, Vicente Rio. Beautiful, beautiful races we've been seen from these guys, and of course, uh, not to mention uh, Ian, uh, Aiden, rather Aiden and Isaiah, uh, who uh, also have uh, brought in uh, really their A game this year. Now, I've been to Whistling Moran. Uh, they've put in a lot of investment in terms of they they got a lot of carts. Uh, you can go there, you can do karting yourself. Uh, in terms of the competitors. Uh, how many of the competitors use the carts that are there and how many uh, bring their own? Actually, all of this, all of the 19 competitors bring their own. Uh, we don't have, um, we have the provision of having guys using the commercial car carts at uh, Wesley Moran, but we didn't have any entry in that regard. But uh, it's, it, it, is, um, it, it is provided for in the NCR, so whenever uh, we want guys who walk in and want to use the commercial carts, then uh, that, that provision is always available. Uh, you're a member of the Karting Commission. Uh, we see investments uh, in terms of karting. Uh, we see a fairly new track at Two Rivers. Um, your, your thoughts on that? Uh, you know, uh, I guess you're, you're encouraging uh, investment in karting. We would, would love to see as many tracks as possible. I mean, we want to get to the level where UK, UK have uh, car, uh, tracks in, in the hundreds. Uh, we, in Kenya, uh, I, I guess the ones that we can use at the moment are only three, but there are two more coming up. Have you mentioned uh, um, what waterfront? Um, uh, we have our, I think it's 1.3 kilometers uh, track, which is coming up well. I've been there and um, and, and and looking forward to seeing uh, kids using that track. There is another track also coming up on um, Limuru Road, uh, just around about uh, Tigoni area. 
so again, that's about 1.3 kilometers. Uh, that 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 will spice up the event so that uh, you know um, it's not it's not really predictable where the event will be taken. So guys have to re really not use a recall to drive, but using skills to drive. Now I understand this was the fifth round of the championship. Uh, how many more rounds are remaining? Uh, what what happened this year is that uh, we 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 in total had was was scheduled to have ten rounds and we will have ten rounds. However, in the running order, we didn't run from round one to round um, uh, eight because we already run run eight rounds. Uh, this is because we had to amalgamate and ha run the, in the initial ones that were, had been set as, uh, as single headers as double, to be run as double headers. So because of that and, 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 and the way they had been spread to, to different different clubs, we had to jump over from one round to another. For instance, the first round we ran was round two and round four as a double header. And then we went round one and round and round three. Now, um, uh, because again of amalgamating the rounds, um, this past weekend we ran round five and round eight. Yet uh, we already had run round six and seven prior uh, the, the last the last uh, meeting. So now we have run eight rounds from round one to round eight. We have two rounds to go. One round will be run by Rift Valley Motorsports Club, and the other round will be run by um, Kenya Motorsports uh, Club. Now, uh, these clubs will determine when the rounds will be run. Uh, it's, it's, it's expected that um, uh, Rift Valley would want to run theirs in their, on their truck. However, um, parents uh, have been pushing to have these events run as double headers uh, for obvious reasons, time management and cost management. So that we have a weekend where you're running two rounds uh, within that weekend. And, and that's, you know, it, 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 is a, it is a tough weekend, but it's, it, it eventually saves money and it, it makes business sense uh, for everybody. All right. And for those uh, who want to follow the championship, uh, how can they follow it uh, in terms of social media? Now, that's that's the area we need to improve on. And, and um, uh, unfortunately, because uh, the event is mainly being run by and funded by parents, um, individual parents would have their own worlds. However, we as a commission have the opinion that um, uh, hopefully next year and should we get a sponsor, we need to have a, a, an open forum on a social on social platform. Uh, that said, uh, allow me also to be, say a big thank you to NTV for covering um, the last uh, the last two rounds uh, of, of of the event. Uh, NTV came through um, on Saturday and they were able to carry 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 the story through through their 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 platform. And we want a lot more of this because this is what would encourage uh, sponsors one and two. This is what would make people know that um, we have this event and we need to grow the numbers. All right, uh, Norris. Uh, the last time we spoke to you, I remember you were overseas and uh, we did have a chat uh, with the chair lady of the. Uh, Carting uh, committee in Seychelles. Uh, she was happy uh, to see she could link up with Kenya. Uh, any uh, follow up uh, regarding that uh, from the carting uh, commission here? The issue was um, the, what what we did was we, we we pushed this forward to to the vice president of FIA, who is the president of Africa. And, and what we're doing is that um, we anticipate to have an African championship uh, uh, for karting, hopefully next year. Uh, I, I can't say this with authority, but I know there's a lot, a lot more happening in the background to get a couple of affiliations uh, coming through to run karting. I know we gave um, we gave information to the federation in regards to in, in regards to these facilities we have that can run karting, and I'm sure the other countries like Mozambique and South Africa. 
uh, Namibia that probably may come through. So all this put together, including seashells, then um, uh, I feel uh, the way to go is to have um, an African championship where kids would also have a platform on, on, on a higher, on a, at a higher stage to showcase their talent. All right, Norris, uh, as always, uh, thank you so much for speaking to us on Motorsport 411. We really appreciate you taking the time out. I appreciate, appreciate you um, using this platform to uh, enlighten Kenyans about motorsports and, and, and what's happening um, in, in, in that regard. That's a member of the Karting Commission, Norris Ongala. We'll be back. All the four and two wheeled action. Motorsport 411. Welcome back. Now let's continue to talk about the state of karting in the country and speak to the owner of TGRV, Raj Dudley. Raj, we'll talk about the problems you've encountered at TGRV in just a moment, but karting went through a difficult period from the start of COVID in 2020. How did that affect you? That was a very difficult period for us, especially with the, when the borders were closed up. We didn't get much traffic in from Nairobi. We got a few guys trickling in from Naivasha sides and Nakuru sides. So that kept us chugging along. Yeah, it's not been too bad. We're busy on the commercial side doing our um, a rental karting. And that uh, seems to be paying our bills at the moment. Yeah. Just give us a background to the track, uh, how you got involved in karting and uh, just the amount that uh, you and your family have put into the business. Okay. Um, my kids developed this interest in about 2011, 2012, and uh, we had a group of very keen carters, and we used to cart at the Solai track in Nakuru, and we also used the GP karting track a lot here in Nairobi. That's where it all started, and eventually our numbers grew quite considerable, and uh, all, all the parents were of the opinion that we need a bigger and better track, Many of the kids were already racing out in Europe. So there were many ideas floating around. And, you know, collectively, we came up with this idea of building a world-class facility. So, yeah, our family took the plunge. Of course, my, my dad was the driving force behind it. He really wanted his grandkids and the other kids to have a fantastic facility to race at. So we embarked on this project as a family and... Uh, we acquired 28 acres of land and uh, initially we did build a track. We, we built a beautiful track and uh, the response was amazing. We had so many carters involved. Everyone was happy. We ran a successful championship for three years to the Sikh Union. And uh, at one point we had nearly 40 carters. I've been to the track. It's an amazing facility. Uh, you know, you've also got accommodation should people want to stay the night, uh, yes. even a swimming pool. Uh, you know, it's it's incredible. Yeah. Um, but what went wrong exactly? Um, Sean, to be honest, um, that's a very difficult question. As far as we're concerned as a family, we w wanted karting to progress and move on. Um, at this stage... We had projected at least 60 to 70 carters racing all over Kenya. Karting is about a variety of racetracks. And more importantly, it's building your racecraft. That means racing against other drivers. Um, we were headed that way and we were very happy with the way it was going. 
But eventually we had a breakaway group who decided they don't really want to race at our facility. Um, I mean, we got nasty letters and uh, slagging our facility, you, you know, criticizing and, and uh, you know, it, it became so unpleasant. So we just took a step back and uh, there was one group of about 20 carters who decided they don't want any more of this. And, and, and they basically quit. Then we had another group who went to another track and decided to have all their events at the other track. So what the inside story is, it's, it's very difficult for me to actually speak on their behalf and why they did what they did. Uh, from 40 plus carters, I think it was 2020, we only had like four or five kids racing in the championship. That again had a knock-on effect to other carters. They didn't want to race against, you know, minimal numbers. So the sport had a great decline at the time. Um, I haven't really pursued anything with, with, with the federation or any of the clubs. We're, we're just taking one step at a time and uh, hoping that, you know, Karting will progress again. The numbers will come up. And, uh, you know, for the betterment of the kids, they, they have a beautiful track to race on and they'll have good numbers to race with if, if all tracks are considered. Um, it's, it's really out of my hands now. I, I, I can't really comment much on that matter. Uh, I haven't had much communication from anyone. So we've just let it be for now. Um, TGRB was built for the progression of the sport rather than politics of the sport. So when people or racers eventually realize what, what the meaning of TGRB is and, and, and they come back, we'll, we'll be more than happy to accommodate them. Well, my, my, my two cents would be it shouldn't be like this. Every country is, 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 is you know, uh, so passionate about this sport and, and, and it's a shame that we have this facility in our country and it's not being utilized the way it should be utilized. Um, yeah, as a family, coming back to your earlier question, we have put in a lot, a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of capital. We did it with good faith. We, we did it with the intention of uh, uh, youngsters having a good facility to race on, having comfortable accommodation, to sleep at so they don't have to rush back to Nairobi, having a fantastic kitchen, clubhouse, good food to eat. But uh, it seems to all go, uh, to have all gone south. So I, I, I wish I had a better answer, but <laughs> from my perspective, that, that, that's how it stands at the moment. Raj, uh, we understand it's a very difficult situation and we really appreciate you talking to us on Motorsport 411. Um, speaking to Norris Ongalo, he said that there was a ban on uh, TGRV. He didn't elaborate too much on it. Uh, speaking to you uh, before the interview, you said you were not aware of a ban. Uh, can, can you just elaborate on that? Um, I'm actually not aware of any ban on our facility. You know, a ban has to come with good reasons. We'll, we've been to tracks all over the world and, and all tracks are built in a different way. They have a variety of uh, layouts. If there is a ban that's been instituted, we would appreciate 
us being made aware of it. It's rather unfair that they are talking in the background about a ban which we are not even aware about. And if they have good reasons for banning us, you know, I'd love to know. And and uh, it, it's a shame that there's a ban instituted on such a fantastic facility. Um, please, I, I would like to be more educated on this ban. There's nothing been put to us formally in writing. There's uh, no communication verbally over the phone or anything like that. So whoever is saying these things, please do let us know what the ban is about. And, and, and uh, it's a shame that you're banning a facility where youngsters are honing their skills to learn to race. And <laughs> someone has to step in. I mean, I'm sure the Federation wants good facilities in the country. They want facilities where children can come and enjoy themselves and progress to better and bigger motorsports. Why ban a facility? It, it's just absurd as, as far as I'm concerned. We've ran successful championships, well, including club championships for four or five years. We've had no incidents on the track. Everyone goes home happy. Um, it, it, it's it's uh, it's a shame, really. I, I mean, it, it's high time the, the, the captains of the motorsport step in and actually investigate what this is. You know, it could be hearsay. It could be, um, you know, some bad elements trying to put our facility down. And, of course, um, slandering a facility in this way has its repercussions. If they are talking about a ban on TGRV, it's 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 totally unheard of from from our part. It's it's <laughs> yeah. Uh, you mentioned the other track, and of course, uh, for the neutrals, uh, the other track is uh, Whistling Moran. Uh, yeah. From your point of view, and from a neutral's point of view, uh, listening to this show, um, surely there's. You know, having more facilities is actually good for karting. Uh, you know, I've also been to Whistling Morans. It's a fantastic facility as well. Yeah. Um, surely that's uh, for the betterment of the sport. Absolutely. The more the tracks, the better for the kids. They get to race on a variety of uh, different configurations. They race against more people. It's more exciting to go to different tracks. It, it, it's better for the racer in the long term. So the idea of just racing on one track, because maybe a particular club is more interested in that track, is totally not fair. Yeah, it's not fair for the children. It's not fair for the sport. But, uh, you know, we, 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 we hope that, you know, they see some sense into introducing more tracks into the championship and, and getting the kids to race on all tracks. Nakuru is a 600-meter track in Solai. Fantastic track. It holds its own challenges, and it's good to race on that track. Like, our track has very smooth flowing corners, a lot of hairpins. Um, I've never been to the Whistling Moran, so I'm not sure uh, what that track is like. So... In the interest of the children, we, we should be racing on all tracks. From your point of view, what's the way forward? Uh, would you be able to meet with the other parties uh, for the sake of the sport? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I would like to hear what they have on their minds. And, and uh, 
I would really like to hear what this band is about. Yeah, they should correspond with us. If they had the true interest of the sport at heart, they should have communicated with us and said, okay, we feel this X, Y, Z is not correct. Can you improve on these areas? And we want the children to race on all tracks. But to say there's a ban enforced and we're not racing on your tracks is, is, is totally absurd. I, I don't really understand why this is happening. It's totally unnecessary and, and retrogressive to the sport. Raj, uh, the clubs are responsible for choosing the tracks. Uh, how's your relationship with the clubs? Well, we have very good relationships with certain clubs, but uh, I haven't had any talks with any of the clubs for now. Um, I'm willing to do it. There are a couple of clubs which ran very good events at our facility, and uh, they were very successful. And, and uh, you know, uh, the certain clubs at this time have certain tracks which they want to race on yeah not understanding that the kids need a variety of race tracks yeah it's not about which track they like it's where the children will get a variety of configurations and they'll develop more ra racecraft by racing with other children um you're a parent Yes. And with karting, uh, you know, it's mainly for youngsters coming into the sport. Uh, there are many, uh, many, uh, you know, champions who have come through karting. Uh, you know, they use that as a stepping stone yes. uh, to go on to, you know, other uh, other sports yeah. uh, within motorsport, uh, if I can say that, other disciplines uh, yes. within motorsports. Yes. Um, we can understand how parents uh, get enthusiastic, uh, you know, wanting their kids to win. Yes. Um, with karting, how much of a factor is it uh, in terms of politics within uh, parents as well, you know, uh, in terms of what's happened, uh, you know, right now, the state of karting? The politics between parents will always happen. It, it's a worldwide phenomenon with karting. I mean, we've raced in France, Italy and UK. The politics with parents is, is always uh, uh, prevalent on the track. The event has to be managed correctly. If you have a strong uh, clerk of the course, you have strong stewards to manage and mitigate the situations as they occur on the circuit is the key to having a successful event. The clerk of the course has to be fair. The clubs have to be fair on where they race and how they race. Managing parents has always been a challenge, but it's, it's I'd say, part of the sport. It's, it's all about managing. And uh, if you have the right management on the day, you know, the, the, the parents, in my opinion, we've always had issues while racing, but we always walk out as friends at the end of the day. You know, we shake hands, have a beer, and, and, and we go home. You know, it's, it's, it, it shouldn't be something that constitutes a ban to a facility just because a certain group of parents want to race at, a, at another track. Yeah. There is a social aspect to the sport, but, you know, the, the, the competitiveness, the competitive nature of racing against good racers should always be there in any motorsport. Yeah. You know, the, the federation should be strong. The federation should investigate why this is happening and be fair about it you know I, I i would love to welcome all clubs to come and you know view the facility yeah take up a facility to carry out their events there is no way in which we are lacking you know i mean uh, let's move on with this man let's make this sport grow
Raj, uh, thank you so much. We really appreciate you taking the time out to speak to us. And, uh, you know, from on behalf of Motorsport 411, uh, we really hope that this is resolved uh, for the betterment of the sport and for all parties. Thank you very much, Sean. That's the owner of TGRV, Raj Dudley. We'll be back. Motorsports 411 with Sean Cardavillis. So that's it for the show this week. Our thanks very much to the clerk of the course for the Nanuki Rally and also chairman of Nanuki Rally Group, Bimal Patel, member of the Karting Commission, Norris Angalo, and the owner of TGRV, Raj Dudley. Our thanks as always to Big City Studio. I'm Sean Cardavillis. 